Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the, another episode of the Queuing Up Podcast. I believe this is episode 29 or 30. Don't know, kind of lose track of everything. But uh, yeah, today, you know, as always, I'm your host, Damian Rocha Jr., and uh, I have a guest. That's the cat. Don't mind him. He's mad. And uh, I'm going to allow them to introduce himself. Hey, everybody. My name is Mitch. And uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about our... Yeah, you want to talk to? I think you're just mad. That's the cat. You're going to hear him a lot. But uh, today's topic is basically just us talking about our experiences with customers. And uh, we have good ones, bad ones, but overall bad because, you know, yeah, I'm only going to let you outside if you uh, promise not to eat anything that's up there, but I know you're going to. You're going to start hitting the door. You're going to hit the door. But uh, yeah, starting off, I'm assuming you have bad experiences with uh, customers. Define the level of bad because there are good bad days and there are bad bad days the ones that really make you contemplate quitting your job as if like you can find another job within the week that you quit so then the normal days (laughs) uh it, it can it can range from women mad at me that i won't suck up vomit the exact day it gets spilt on the floor or that i'm going to do a small carpet spot, but in terms, the rest of their carpet is going to seem really derby, or dirty. Derby. I am derby. <laughs> uh, the rest of the carpet is going to seem really dirty in comparison to the one carpet spot that they want clean, so it's better for me to clean the whole carpet, but they don't want that done. They just want one spot. But I can't just do one spot in a bank lobby. Ah, it's... It's tricky. I have to pretty much wet the whole carpet to be able to get all of it up at the same time. I was going to say, for people who don't know, he's uh, he cleans carpets. Just so, like, you know, he's not just breaking into a bank and, like, hey, I just saw you throw up. Do you want me to clean this? Yeah, no, no. I am I suck up dirty bean water from carpets for fun. That's, that's what I do for my job. A bank spills anything on the floor, and within a day I get a notification. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? I get a notification and it's like, hey, we need you to come here and clean such and such up. They don't tell me what it is. They don't tell me what I'm going to need. I just have to show up and I'm expected to be able to clean it. So just no questions asked, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to let them out. But if I hear a noise, you guys are going to hear me drop the mic and run at Because the cat's kind of dumb. He hits hot objects and there's a hot pan up there that has pizza rolls and he's going to smack the hell out of it eventually. Damn, I wish I was a cat. Sorry. But no, I think I think everyone has that one, like that one customer that they'll never forget. And for me, is when I was, I think, 14 years old. It was my first job was McDonald's. Biggest mistake of my life. But I wouldn't say I regret it because it taught me customer service sucks. So uh just a normal day for any 14-year-old who's like, ah, oh, sick. I'm working like four or five hours, and I get to go home, right? Well, first customer I got of the day was an old lady who wanted a cheeseburger with no cheese. So I rung it up. It was a hamburger. She proceeded to say, no, you misheard me. A cheeseburger with no cheese. So I got confused. I was like, so you want a cheeseburger with no cheese? She goes, yes. So a hamburger. She goes, no, I want you to have the cheeseburger with the cheese on it, then scrape the cheese off, and then give me the hamburger. I'm like, why not just get a hamburger? And then, you know, I asked a simple question. And she immediately exploded. Starts yelling at me, calling me dumb. I don't know how I'm doing. And I think it's like her husband or her brother, I think it was her husband, came up and was basically like, uh, so 
you know it's going to be more if you ask for a cheeseburger, no cheese. They still charge you for the cheese. And she's like, I'm very much aware of that. And I'm like, do you like? She goes, no. Then why would you want us to scrape the cheese off? It's a ha- like I can literally just give you a hamburger, right? So at this point, I'm just chalking it up to dementia. Like she's losing her mind. So I did what she told me. Cheeseburger, no cheese. They came in the back. They just made a hamburger, wrapped it in a cheeseburger, like thing. Gave it to her. She goes, "See, wasn't that that hard? Or wasn't it, wasn't that easy?" And I looked at her. I was like, "Not as easy as punching you across the jaw, but you know, I don't want to go to jail for assault." So you know, let her do her thing. But yeah, since that day, I think he jumped up or jumped down. But since that day, I don't really. I have a love hate relationship with elderly people when it comes to customer service. Some of them are the sweetest people you ever meet. They wish you a good day. They're telling you, like, make sure to, like, live up to, like, your standards, not anyone else's. Enjoy life. Some of them just want to die and want to bring everyone down with them. They're just, like, they get mad if they go to a fast food restaurant have to wait more than a minute. It's like, bro, you waited 86 years. You're on the verge of death. You shut up. <laughs> it's your fault for eating here every day. And when it comes to old people and their coffee, oh, my God. They're like little kids. If they don't get candy, they'll start screaming and throwing tantrums. I'm like, bro, you are 76 years old yelling at kids because they didn't fill your coffee within the 30 seconds you got up. I hate coffee only because of how much I have to clean it up off of coffee or off of bank floors. I was going to say, damn, you're really good at your job if you can clean a substance off of the substance that it's made of. I, At this point, as much as I've cleaned a mixture of <laughs> coffee. Concoctions. Yes. Ink bodily fluids uh of all of the rainbow types just 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 a bunch of messes yeah there's just anything you can think of that can hit the floor and stain it he's probably cleaned it unfortunately (laughs) so do you have any stories of any uh customers that you just remember from the day you shall live from this day forth uh while you think of that i'm gonna go check the cat because i think he's eating the pizza rolls be right back go Um, for everyone just checking in, this is Damien, Damien's podcast. Now you could have talked never. Oh, yeah. Fine. I said hi. <laughs> Plus, I edited some of the audio, so they're not just going to sit here with a quiet. <laughs> Chad, did you think of anybody or anything? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, um, one of the buildings I was in, there was a, a person that was allergic to a certain chemical in my cleaner. So I was asked to only use just warm water. But a process of removing what I needed out of the carpet was to get it to soak with said chemical. And I couldn't get the carpet done without using said chemical. But they wouldn't let me use said chemical. So in terms, I was unable to get the carpet done. So they proceeded to... uh Make it more of an issue by spilling more items on the floor that would make it almost impossible for my job to make or deny them that the carpets need to be cleaned because we're contracted to do it. And once it gets to a certain point, no matter what, I have to do those carpets. So they just spilt a whole bunch of, well, glitter. It was pretty much just glitter all over the floor. Glitter, staples, and my machine can't suck those up because it pretty much gets stuck in the filter and Mm -hmm. it breaks and if it overheats, it's a process for me. It spills dirty water back all over the floor, and it's the same process for them, except now it's stinkier 
and I have they, they have to see me again <laughs> over and over. And she just kept giving me reasons to come back to the place. Every time I cleaned some spot on the carpet, she would spill something else so I could get more of the carpet done without being able to actually clean the carpets. And I ended up having to come back a month later because long story short, there was a bunch of cold, damp carpet that never dried and molds <laughs> showed up. So we ended up having to remove all of the carpet and she ended up having to vacate her office. So karma. That's always kind of the worst when you can't do your job because one person refuses to like just take a break or go do something. When they're purposely getting in your way because they have nothing else better to do. I was going to say, the one thing that will always make me mad when it comes to customers are the customers who always have like such a bullshit story. It's like, oh, well, back in 04, I hit my ankle against a rock and now I can't walk the same. So I need you to do everything for me. I'm like, that's crazy. I just saw you dead sprint over here because you saw that we were having like a 50% off sale. This is like any job I've ever been to. Old people, that's why I have a love-hate relationship. It's always people that are like above 50. Like they'll say, every old man has had rotator cuff surgery and it's always been, I just had it. I'm like, bro, you had it nine months ago. How do I know this? Because I saw you when you had a sling nine months ago. The recovery time for your thing was six months. That means you're three months past so, in other words, you must be overdoing it, but you refuse to admit it. So now I have to help you because you're too prideful to do stuff or ask for help, I should say. <laughs> it's just, there was a time a customer did not believe me when I told her that water froze when it's below 32 degrees. Is it actually 32 degrees? I'm from Florida, man. Yeah, it's 32 degrees or below. Well, that's new news to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me, she goes, no, it doesn't. I'm like... Okay, it doesn't. She left, and I started getting her car for about five, ten minutes. She comes back in. You were right. It does. And I was like, I, oh, if I had the ability to change into you and hit you, I would. So cops would be confused, and they saw another you running out of the building. Mm. That'd be a nice superpower. Yeah, it would. Change your age and your gender to match the person who gets like pisses you off so you can hit them and have no regard. Sure, you have the mentality of an adult, but you're not an adult. I'm going to be a giant kid. <laughs> I'm six foot, but I have the mentality of a child. Ooh, uh, one time when I when like when I still lived in Florida, and my stepfather and I were still doing audio video, we had this little Jewish lady who asked us to put in a surround system for her, and it was really weird because one like it was in the middle of summer and it was hot as shit. Oh, sorry. Language. No, you can swear. Okay, it, it it was just hot. It it was insanely hot and. At this point, my stepdad had got my stepdad was big and I wasn't. So I was the rat that ran through the ceilings and ran wires throughout the insulation. I was the one that was told to go into the ceilings in the middle of summer and, and cook myself. But this little old lady was hitting on my stepdad. It, it was really weird hearing it from the ceiling. <laughs> it felt like you were kind of like creeping on them, I actually. Yeah. And he like she was asking about my stepfather. My stepfather told her about another business he had that was an entertainment. And she was like, oh, so you gyrate your hips, huh? And I was just like, I don't like the sounds of this. I could just hear a bunch of adult intro songs playing all while she was talking. And it was making me very, very nervous. I was going to say, I could just, I can't even imagine since you're in the vents too. Yes. I'm pretty sure everything echoes when you hear it. 
And uh, so I'm just imagining you crawling through and you just hear gyrate your hips. hips yeah, she hips. was like asking my stepdad to like gyrate his hips and like to show her what he does for her his job. And I was like, dude, can you please stop from the ceiling? I like asked them to stop from the hole that we were running the wires down from the ceiling because it was making me hot and uncomfortable. You're like, I don't want to be here. I need to leave. Well, I told him this is the, not the type of hot and bothered that I'd like to be, <laughs> especially like in, a, in, a, in an attic covered in insulation. But she had this little cat and it kept walking up to us and it had this really deep meow. But he had a little Hitler mustache. I mean, like a little Hitler mustache. I mean, like, <laughs> I, like she had a whole bunch of black cats and it was just this one white cat with just nine <laughs> just right there and he just meow just meow just a deep heavy meow and it was very weird and he would follow her everywhere and the other cats would follow and they would just rub each other's butts all over her and she was just like following my stepdad around like asking my stepdad to like pick up furniture and put it just so she could watch him bend over and looking at it upside down from like holes in the ceiling and like, <laughs> like, yeah, catching like peeps Spider-Man, eyes. Like, it's just <laughs> like this is very very weird i'm like watching my stepdad move like the tv stand for this lady and she's just like checking his ass out i'm like she's gonna she's gonna like ask us if we want something to drink and drug us and we're gonna wake up with like cat fur all over us and we're gonna turn into cats and that's what's happening yeah, i was gonna say yeah it's like those creepy shows where like the guy who's captured slowly turns into something she's like, gonna was, t- i think it was called tusks where the guy slowly turns into a, like he slowly turns the guy into a walrus. I need to watch this. It's creepy. Mm, send me, send me these uh these video recommendations. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've just had lots of like weird scenarios with customers where they ask really weird things about cleaning, and it makes me not want to clean. I've had people shove pampers down toilets and then the toilets overflow and then they're like hey i don't know why my toilet's overflowing but my floor is dirty and i was like well <laughs> maybe it's this thing you're not supposed to put in here that you put in here and now it causes this thing to happen that's yeah. not supposed to happen you're just gonna like hmm maybe if you didn't put this in there you know the thing that's supposed to go in the garbage we wouldn't be here um i mean it gets to the point where my job has so many common sense signs and I mean, like, signs that tell you not to do something that seems like common sense to people. Yeah. Like, to not sit on the toilet with your feet on there or to not stand on a swing machine and spin around on it like a pogo stick. It's just signs that you would have to ask yourself, how many times have people done this to the point where they have to make a sign to not do it? Yeah. And then you realize it's customers doing it. I mean... The one thing I always say is like a disease. I call it customeritis. Where like I've had it. I don't know if you've had it, but it's kind of like the things I complain about a guest or a customer, I should say. Um, I ended up doing them at one point. So for example, you'd have a big ass neon sign that says closed. They'll look at it and go, oh, it's a pretty cool close sign. Are you open? It's like, I'm, mm, I want to hit you. I want to hit you. I've done that. I literally read out a sign that goes, we're out of hot chocolate. Please do not ask. The first thing I asked was, do you have a lot of chocolate? She looked at me and she went, are you dumb? I looked back at the sign. I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. I apologize for my stupidity. Made her laugh, though. So, you know, I got off the hook of her freaking out at me. But the one thing I would love to say to any customer, this is why I can't own my own, like, place or be a manager. If someone goes, how long have you been working here? Well, longer than you. Because I feel like they only ask that question 
just to get on your ass about certain things. Like if you've worked there for over six months and you don't know where something is because it's out of your department, they'd be like, you should know the whole store. I'm like, do you know the whole store? No. And if you do, you need to get a hobby. There's no reason you should know the whole, like everything in a store. Yeah, totally agree. But it's just, some people just don't make sense. And it's just, I don't understand what the whole part of it is. Like, for example, there's a uh, certain customers, right? That will come into the store at like any time, but they're always like, what happened to this item? It's like, well, you got to understand that item was discontinued in 1842. But the last time I would, once again, it is 2021, 1842. Well, when I was a kid, I don't care, sir. You're an adult now. 1842, 2021, it's discontinued. And it's like, that is the, it bothers me when they haven't shown up in less than 10 years and they expect it to be the exact same. Well, I I can say I'm guilty of that. uh... Uh, what you said earlier because it happens to me with like carpet cleaning solution the previous year's solution will be 10 times better than the new year and then it's like hey can i kind of have some of that old stuff no it's been discontinued but please it works so well no it's been discontinued use the new stuff and it's like but the new stuff makes the stains worse it just breaks the stains yeah it just makes stains instead of cleans them up and now they want me to come back more and i don't want to talk to these women who don't know what they want it's just this entire time you thought it was stain remover. You realize the new stuff is stain mover. So it's, it just stain, it's a stain. stain producer. Yeah, it's just like, here you go. I'm going to make it worse for you. Yeah, no, it, it, it kind of sucks. Well, even with the work equipment, like a previous piece of equipment will work really good. And then I'm like, hey, it's just new updated and it does this and it does checks your freaking credit score for you. It does everything except clean carpets. And you're just like, wow, I'm looking around this nine, 900 pound piece of equipment and it can do everything underneath the sun except the one thing I need it to do. Which is clean carpets. Which is to just clean carpets. I just need it to sh- poop out water and suck it up. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn, it could do my taxes. It can like uh, balance my checkbook and entertain my kids, get can, my college tuition going, but it can't clean a carpet. Incubate a child for me. Take me to the moon. I don't know. Anything under the sun, but clean the carpet. Track Dogecoin. <laughs> Which is, everyone I feel like has experienced customeritis because you just sometimes forget things you complain about. But it's like, I don't know what, like, what the mentality is. I do not like the people who think just because they're paying money for something for you to do at your job, that that ultimately means they're paying you. I'm like, you gotta understand. Even if you are not here, they are contracted, like legally obligated to pay me the money I have earned for working here. Even if there is no customer paying, because I hate that saying, customer's always right. No, they're not. If you came in here and started dropping like the N-word on everyone, I'm dropping you pretty quick. (laughs) It's like, because like there's a guy at my job right now, right? He's a contractor. If this old man doesn't have help as soon as his foot touches the ground, he always threatens to go to our boss. So one time I told him, I was like, go ahead. I literally was like, hey, if you want to use my boss against me, you can just leave. I'm not going to sit here because one, he never asks for help. He assumes you're going to help him. No, that's not how it goes, man. Two, he's just, he always hits you with the, oh, I'm an old man. But I saw him deadlift. Like, what is it? Construction block, which is about 10 to 23 pounds a piece, depending on what you're grabbing by himself. Yeah, and he's, he's like, I can't carry this stuff by myself. I'm like, it's crazy. 
You're an independent contractor who works by himself. Who's taking it out of the truck for you? He's only strong when he wants to be. Yeah, and he hits you with the, well, what's none of your business? Then why do you ask me how long I've worked here? Who my boss is? What I'm doing? Oh, I'm the customer. I don't care who you are. I don't know you. I don't want to know you. I don't know. I feel like some people ask you what your job is or like the job or field you're in because then that's how much they can gauge how they're going to respect you. That's why she just starts saying, who are you? Oh, I'm the outside yard boss. Like, I'm not the manager, but I'm the guy who runs everything out here. Hey, look, to a lot of people, I, I'm just a carpet cleaner. But in the end, I'm the guy that you don't realize it until you realize it, that your building smells. Every place you go into smells. I keep all the places you go into outside of your house clean every day. Yep. But at the end of the day, I don't want to come home and clean my own damn place. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the same. Like, I have friends who are like, why don't you go outside more? I'm like, bro, I am outside all day all day in the sun. I want to go inside where my body's not, like, hot. Because I don't burn easily unless I am in the water, usually. Oh. Because the yeah. water makes me burn. Because you remember when I had that weird suntan or that weird burn that looked like a tea across yeah. my chest? I have that. It rubs the lotion on his skin picture still. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's just once you get in the habit of doing something, you don't want to do very much. For example, I worked at McDonald's. I ate there every day, except I started, I stopped at one point. You have to. I can't. Given, you know, two of two of the coworkers, you know, I don't like when people give me shit for what I eat. And it's not because I'm self-conscious. It's just because I know, like, I've seen people who are affected by that. And I'm like, listen, there's a difference between you joking and you being serious. And they always ask me, they're like, oh, why don't you come in anymore? And I told them, I was like, because you guys were assholes to me. They're like, no, we weren't. I was like, yes, you were. You made fun of me for ordering less than what you guys would eat. You guys eat more than I do. And then they're like, oh, we apostle. I don't apologize. You didn't know that that offended me. But I'll let you know the next time you do it, I will not hesitate to hurt your goddamn feelings. Hey, I I tell my one of my old bosses this when he was being an asshole. Uh, he's like, you should have given me a two-week notice. I was like, you should have noticed two weeks ago that you're about to lose me. <laughs> Like your ass should have fucking understood this. Yeah, man. Look, you should like two things I've noticed. If a, if a job says we're like a family, red flag. Get 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 the hell out of there. Like, oh. yo, third story window, jump out of it head first. There was I've been recorded once by a customer when I was working at Pretzel Maker of all things. Pretzel Maker. Yeah. What the sorry? What the hell is a pre, is, what? Sorry, what's a pretzel? You, maker? It's a pre, it's a little joint where you make like pretzels. You make not that kind of joint Damn. where you make little. <laughs> Little pretzel, pretzel dogs, cheese, little bites, stuff like that. Like, uh, it's like the one in the mall. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's literally the same company, but it's like it's a little kiosk in Grand Forks where I was. I've never been in the mall. That makes sense. Anyways, <laughs> so at a certain point throughout the day, we close down the smoothies, which I think is like an hour before we close, which is eight because the mall closed at nine, right? So I closed on the smoothie machine. About 15 minutes later, this kid comes up. Can I get a smoothie? And I told him, I was like, ah, oh, we closed it down for the night because there was no one around to keep it going. And then the mom comes up. The kid was super nice, right? He's like, oh, I understand. It's fine. And she goes, no, no, what'd you want? He goes, oh, I wanted a smoothie. And she goes, well, can you get my son a smoothie? I was like, sadly, we can't because as you see, it's disassembled. We'll reassemble it. I'm like, ma'am, we have to put it together, put ice in it, let it do its thing, and then like come back. By the time that's done, you're literally not going to be here because the mall closes. And she goes, that's false advertising. I'm like, how? She goes, because it says you have smoothies. You should have them to order all the time. And I'm like, ma'am, we just have protocols to follow. That's it. 
So she took her phone out and goes, can you repeat that for me again? So me being the smart ass I am, I got my, you know, my like uppity, like I'm going to help you as best I can, Chick-fil-A kind of thing, like Chick-fil-A standard. I was like, all right, ma'am, let me reassure you of what I said, just so you don't get any confusion. As you see here, and I put my hand on the thing. She was following my hands too, which made it funnier. I was like, as you see here, we have pretzels, pretzel dogs. We have also drinks. The drinks include these various beverages that are from Coke and or Pepsi, depending on. We also have smoothies. But as you see right here, we close it down an hour before. She goes, well, I'm going to let your manager know this. I was like, go ahead. Next day comes around. This is why I love this is why this manager are probably one of my favorite managers of all time so far. Probably of all time. She goes, So uh I was sent a video. I was like, Yep, I already know. She goes, What the hell was the video about? And I was like, What do you think it was? She goes, Was she mad at you for describing the board? And I was like, No, she was legitimately mad because we didn't have smoothies for her kid. Her kid was perfectly fine. Well, that was my stomach. I know it sounded like the cat, didn't it? Yeah, the kid was perfectly fine with not having a smoothie, but the mom was not having it in any way, shape or form. Plot twist, the mom wanted the smoothie. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so then uh, my boss looks at me and goes, if that ever happens again, literally just tell him, well, you're shit out of luck. And she goes, if you say it, I will not get mad. It's just, I don't understand why guests always think just because they have money, they should get exactly what they want. Because society has told them that if they have money they can kind of get exactly what, what they, they want yeah because yeah. <laughs> like i understand you know you want what you pay for but you're not gonna get what you see if that makes sense like if you pay 10 bucks for a sandwich it's not gonna look like the picture because it's not actually what it's that's like beautified they don't actually use the actual ingredients for the sandwich they use other things to make it look shiny to make it look nice but then you know they'll bitch and complain like the sandwich is supposed to be four inches tall. This is 3.9. I'm like, I'm going to slap it at you, and it's going to be about two inches. I guarantee you. And it's just, and then there's some racist people you have to deal with sometimes. Those are the funnest. Oh, it's the best for me because I'm a smart ass. I don't understand Spanish, but I can say random Spanish words. And because they're so like yee-yee about it, they don't know like what I'm saying. And I could literally just be counting. And they'd be like, I understand that, you son of a bitch. I'm like, cool, good for you. I know you can count to five, but notice how you said you only understood the number five, which kind of gives me some, you know, something to worry about. And them being them, they'll just yell and scream. And they'll be like, you understand you're calling me childish, but I'm the only one clearly talking to you like an adult. You're calling me names. You're pointing at me and screaming. I am literally just talking to you. Yeah. I've had some uh, customers call me some mean names before, and it is totally fine. As a kid that grew up in the streets of South Florida, I have heard and seen it all. There is nothing someone that is close to their expiration date can say to hurt my feelings, especially when I'm getting paid to be there in the first place. So it doesn't really bother me. You can yell at me all you want and say all the mean things, but when the end, when I'm getting paid more than it costs for you to be alive at this exact moment, Hey, man, say all the racist things you want. You're just making my vocabulary <laughs> words to call someone else a lot bigger. And I think the racism is funny to an extent. As, like, dude, you ever been called a porch monkey? Uh, no, but you saw the other thing. <laughs> I got called that accidentally backing up into someone else's driveway because I was doing a three-point turn. <laughs> <laughs> It was this old dude just sitting on this porch and he called me a porch monkey and I was confused as to what it was. And my supervisor who was sitting next to me, who happens to be white, was like, I don't know what this is either. 
and I'm from a small hick town. <laughs> He's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm from these people. I don't know yeah. what this is. So we, we looked it up, and man, it, it goes back to like the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, God. <laughs> so it was like some dusty racism, and I was like, dude, that guy's a gym. <laughs> that guy deserves to be in like a museum somewhere. In a <laughs> rocking chair with yeah, a shotgun. Like, <laughs> like, damn. But uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going we're gonna to come back and kind of finish finish strong on the episode hopefully if not well you're gonna enjoy the next like 15 to 30 minutes depending on how long this goes on so yeah so we took a little break we're back now uh we're still the same people you know haven't changed much within the last to you 10 seconds but we kind of took like a a five ten minute break roughly around there almost 10 but uh yeah going back to the topic at hand there's there's just a plethora of people that do not make sense to me like in my personal opinion i do believe you know kids will have fun at restaurants and you know places like that because it's a place you've never been right but for you to be a parent who just doesn't care what your kid's doing kind of makes you look bad like, you can be the best parent in the world, but that's the one time you don't watch your kid and he breaks something, you look like a terrible parent. It's like, don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes you're just fed up and if your kids are distracted, your kids are distracted. But it's like, I don't know, it's those kinds of it's those kinds of customers that think you're the problem, that their kid's running amok. Yeah. Like, like, I had a child once who was very, very nice about it. He was upset because the McDonald's playground had to be shut down for uh, sanitization, right? I told him, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be open uh, sometime soon. And then he was pretty good at reading. So he goes, doesn't that say today? And I looked, I was like, hold on. So I asked, right? So they took the sign. They had to change it to tomorrow because the guy was late. So I told him that perfectly fine. Another parent was like, well, you should open it anyways. I'm like, why? She goes, what's the point of having uh, a place for kids if you can't open it? I'm like, ma'am, we have an armory. What's the point of having an armory if everyone can't just walk into it? She goes, well, that's just dumb. I'm like, exactly. Why? Because you need to check if everything's all right. And I just kind of stared at her. I was like, oh, really? She called me a smart ass. Want to ask him, like, talk to my manager. Brought my manager out. Now, Shirley's about 62, 63 years old. She has lived her life, and she does not care who you are, who you matter to. Just overall, if you respect her, she respects you. But if you come at her in a strong tone, angry, She'll get you, she gives the energy you give to her. So she straight up told her, she said, what seems to be the problem, man? She goes, well, your employee needs to be educated more. She goes, ah, so you're one of those. She goes, one of what? She goes, one of those people who think just because their kid doesn't get what they want, you decide to be angry about it. She, she starts screaming at Shirley. Shirley goes, are you done? Do you need a breath? Do you want some water, glass of water? You seem parched. Gets right up in her face and goes, I'm going to tell you this once and one time only. It is closed. If you have an issue with that, by all means, write a report and I'll put it inside the Oval Office. Right? And, you know, she didn't get the reference she was making. So, you know, she wrote out this big, long letter, like on paper or whatever, and wrote her name or phone number, gave it to Shirley. Shirley proceeds to look at her, kicks this little trash can from under the counter, stares at her, and just throws it in there. That girl just got mad and left. Hmm. And then there's, it's just, I don't know, customers in general, I don't understand 
like half of their mentality sometimes where you tell them not to do something and their first reaction is to say why it's like dude if i was in your house and i just clean the table and you kick your muddy boots on it i'm gonna ask you same thing get your boots off my table i guarantee you're gonna be the same way if i told you well that's my house i'm like yeah this is my job and i'm not trying to get fired because you're being an idiot it's fairly simple oh have you ever had a guest or customer? I keep saying guest, I mean customer. Have you ever had a customer that tries telling you how to do your job? Yeah. But has no experience with it. Yeah. That's the most aggravating thing I've ever had in my life. I, I've gotten those a few times actually recently. And you don't think someone can tell you how to do your job? Especially when your job is just covering for like your typical run of the mill janitor. So it's just like, hey, empty these trash cans. But you know, it's COVID. So it's like reduced building capacity. So it's only four cubicles. So when you have one lady tell you how to empty the trash bin in her one cubicle that only ever has about a few tissue papers in it, you really question how penny, like picky someone can be. But then I realized at the same time that like, well, she was throwing like whole things of yogurt in there. And like, I, yeah, she would like, like eat, full containers. She would eat half of a thing of yo plate yogurt and just toss the rest of it in there. It's such so a waste. I would pick up the bin to toss out the stuff, but this yogurt all on the inside of the bag. So I have to keep replacing the bags, but there needs to be rubber bands around the bags, but she has a certain way that the rubber band has to be tied. I can't tie it like that without it popping. So I just put the bag in there and leave it. And I leave a rubber band that so she can tie, like, tie it the way she wants. And she gets mad at me every time. She like makes a complaint to the point where she leaves a passive-aggressive sticky note that gets covered in dust for the next time when I show up. I'm aware that I need to not do this to her thing again. See, I'm, I'm all for it if a, if a customer actually has experience in what I'm doing. Because I've met people who actually like, you know, they actually have a, none of that, like that bullshit time where like, oh, I've done it for three months. No, I've had people who have like been at McDonald's, been at Little Caesars, been at a gas station, been at like fast food restaurants, been in customer service for like five years plus. And they tell me how to deal with things in a very calm manner. They don't tell me I'm wrong. They just tell me, oh, the way you're doing it, people might perceive it like this. And we understand that's how you are, but try doing it like this so you don't get as angry. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But if you come up with, I've been eating at McDonald's since I was four. I'm like, is that why you can't walk anymore? Or like, what's going on here? But it's just, I don't know, those kinds of, those kinds of customers just, they make no sense to me at all. It's like, why give me your two cents if it's not in the currency I need? So then what's your best customer experience? Best customer experience? Best customer experience I've had, right? Old lady, old man come up, about 60, 70s. Doesn't really matter. I just know they're older than 60. They order their little coffee, their little one sandwich or two sandwiches, and they're trying to pay. So it's like, okay. So old lady pulls out her uh, pulls out her card, right? The old man pulls out money. You can tell he's very old-fashioned. He doesn't even have a credit card. He must pay everything cash, right? Which, which would be so nice. But he slides me the cash, and she goes, what are you doing? He's like, paying for our food. Like, I... Like always, like, why, why wouldn't I pay? She goes, because you always pay. Let me pay. He's like, nah, you worked hard for that. So I'm gonna let you keep it. Right. So he pushes the money forward. So I look at her about to grab the money. She goes, go ahead, grab the money. 
And I, was, and I stop and I just look at her because like me being me, if I heard my grandmother say that, it's kind of like, don't grab the money because she's gonna, she's either going to hurt you or she's going to remember it and you have to deal with it later. So pull my hand back. He's, no. he's like, no, son, here you go. Take it. He kind of like threw it towards my hand. I pulled my hand away. She goes, they start arguing, whatever. And as they're arguing, she slides her card up to me. I take it and swipe it. And the old man, you know, is like, whatever. Like, but uh, these two guests, super cute because she was teaching her husband what phone games were. And she was teaching him how to play like, uh, what was it? Candy Rush or Candy something? Something, some candy game. I remember where it's just basically like uh, Tetris almost, but you have to like match the candy together. Excuse me. I think it was Candy Rush. Doesn't matter. All right. But yeah, it was probably one of the best experiences. Besides, this one guy when I was working at this gas station for a year, when I first met him, he was a homeless man. Barely had any hair. You could tell he was very sickly. He'd only come in because people would give him like a dollar or like change, right? And he'd get uh, a fountain drink every time. And throughout the next six months, every time I saw him, I slowly got to see his life get better. And every time he'd come in and say the same thing. Hi, how's your day going? You know, I wish you the best. I wish your family the best. And, you know, hopefully you don't end up like me. And there was one time I saw him out there and somebody kind of like talked to him for a good decent amount of time, right? And he came in and I thought he looked kind of sad. So I thought the dude was being kind of like dickish to him. No, I found out the guy offered him a job from him. He told him, uh, I understand, you know, life's hard. Life gets you down, right? Because he was an old man. He was like 50 something. Um, I learned he lost his kids, he lost his house, and basically he was trying to like work towards it, but no one gave him a chance. So this guy told him, I'll pay for your haircut, I'll pay a hotel for a week. If you can come to work on time, not be late for that whole week and pay me back for the haircut, I don't give a shit about the hotel. If you can pay me back for that haircut within the week you work for me, I'll give you the job. So next four to five months or uh, three or four months see this dude come in every time, you know, and I see that he's getting nicer and nicer clothes. And then the one day that I almost was brought to tears is when he walked in and his son was with him, about like a little 20 something year old. And he just sat down, had a donut for him. And I assumed it was someone he knew. And then when his son came, he's like, Hey, what's up, dad? I just was dumbfounded. And he came in and after his son left, he came up to me and uh, he thanked me. I was like, what are you thanking me for? He's like, because you're the only person who didn't look at me as a customer. You didn't look at me as some homeless guy walking in. You acknowledged me. You said hi to me. You even helped me when I couldn't pay for a drink. I want to repay you. And I was like, the only way you can repay me is just by living your life, being happy the way you are now. And, you know, I see him every now and then when I'm in Grand Forks and he remembers me. And it was just, it was such an awesome feeling to see someone go through like the lowest point of their life and come back from it. And I was just like, I was absolutely dumbfounded. And last I saw, he's talking to, I think he has two kids. He's talking to both his kids. His ex-wife, I want to say it is, or girlfriend, whatever they were. Uh, they're not together, but, you know, they got everything talked out, like what went wrong and everything. And now they're really good friends. But I was like, that's pretty dope. So, yeah, I got to say that's probably my best customer experience. It was just watching that happen and being a part of that. I envy you. <laughs> I really do. I don't. I, I don't think I can say I've had a best consumer experience. I've just had one that wasn't as bad as the others. Yeah, one that's just not as bad, and like more or less, just the absence of one is the absence of a, a customer experience for me is better than sometimes a customer experience. Like for me, it's more or less sometimes more advantageous to wait until the bank is closed. 
but then I have to do with bank alarms and the possibility of like, what if I'm not the only one that wants to get into the bank at that time to, you know, to clean it? Then I look, I, then it's more of a hazard on myself. <laughs> one thing I got to ask is, have you ever, while you were cleaning, uh, has, every, has anyone to, has anyone come back into the building that like says work there or something, but you didn't know? Oh, yeah. There's been plenty of times where like a bank would shut down and I'm the last one in there and I'm filling up my machine. And someone comes back into the bank to like do some paperwork or just go into their office and I'm not aware. And I've already pre-sprayed the whole carpet floor and they've trudged around and they're sitting down on a wet carpet and they don't realize it because their shoes are still dry. <laughs> and someone pokes their head out and I catch it in my peripheral and I'm like, no one's supposed to be in here. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm supposed to be in here. And I'm like, no, you're not. This building was empty. No, I just walked in here and I was like, the alarm is going to go off in two seconds. And you're like, oh. Oh, well. <laughs> That's a you problem. Like, it's yeah. going to be a you problem real quick. At that point, it's usually just like, yeah, the alarm is going to go off. And about now, usually at the time that I realize that there's a person in there with me, an alarm is going off. I, was like, I don't think I've ever had like, an experience where I had someone in the building or where I was working when they're not supposed to be defined. Like if I am opening, closing, or just making sure everything goes the way it's supposed to. And there's just someone there kind of like in your instance where I'm unaware they're there, but I have had a very funny experience because <laughs> we have this one guest who like, you can tell uh, he's not all there because long story short as a child, he was very badly abused. That's why his like mental state's not all there. Like he doesn't, he can't really think straight or formulate sentences that well. But you know what he's talking about most of the time. But there was a time because we always opened at five, and the doors are always open exactly at five, mm -hmm. and he always comes in exactly at five. Well, there was a day it was raining, <laughs> and she forgot to open the door, and I'm walking past, and it's still pitch black out, right? Because it's like winter around this time, like it's getting cold, and I notice. Actually, no, I think it was summer. Yeah, pitch black. Or it's pretty dark, and uh, I like I hear like what sounds like a tapping, and I look over and I just see a dark silhouette, right? And uh, when the when the lightning struck and it lit up for a second, I see this like six foot something, sixty year old man. His mouth is just open. His glasses are down to the tip of his like nose, and he's just sitting there knocking, and he's just like, oh, like I tried not to laugh. <laughs> But the fact that I heard him over the thunder is what killed me. So she went out there and opened the door and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I should have let you in. That was my bad. He goes, no, it's fine. He saw me though, so it's good. And I look at him and he's just drenched and he refused to pick up his feet. So he just, er, 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 er. and I'm like, I am almost crying. And I had to talk to this man, trying not to laugh at him while he's just soaking. But he's like, I'll just have sausage, egg, McMuffin and a cough. That sounds amazing. And this is, oh, it was hysterical. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had good times while working at that McDonald's, but like, it's just a stressful job because customers do not make sense. There's always the one that's like, like, for example, at Casey's, there are some diehard fans. For some people who don't know, Casey's a gas station. It's like, I think it's only a Midwestern gas station. I think so. I can't, I won't speak for sure since I'm from the South. Yeah. <laughs> That's easy, but like, from your general knowledge, I'm pretty sure it's only in the Midwest. Yes. I've only seen it up here. But uh, basically, 
there's a pizza place in the back where you can make pizza, right? And you give it to customers. Yeah. There are the most diehard people for that pizza. There was a woman who tried calling for an hour and a half straight. I'm the only one working back there. And there's like seven people waiting on pizzas that I have to make. So I'm making them going through. She comes and goes, I've been calling for an hour and a half. So I was like, I'm sorry. As you can see, I'm very busy. She goes, well, can I cut to the front since I was trying to call before? And I was like, no. And she goes, well, I don't think they mind. All the guests, like customers look at her and go, no, we do. Get in the back. Yeah, <laughs> One guy really thing. stood up and goes, ma'am, I've been patient waiting here for 35 minutes. I'm not angry. I have all the time in the world, but I'm not going to let you cut in front of me because you're mad at him. So by the time she came up and she goes, I always have Casey's pizza nowhere else. And I was like, you're going to run into some issues then. Cause I'm quitting within two days. Like it was like my last two weeks <laughs> because it's so dumb that I was like, they only had one person working, but like during that time, you want to know what their excuse was? It's not busy enough. That's usually, that's what my job says all the time. So I kept the receipts one night. Right. And I showed one of my, cause one of my bosses, he knew that it was busier than morning. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. You like the early folks and whatever, the breakfast pizza. But I showed them for like two days straight. We're selling over $300 worth of pizza within two hours. Because people are just insane for Casey's pizza. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's good, but like, you don't need it every single day. And then there was a drunk dude. I tried eating it every single day and it made me sick. Yep. Okay. I eat it every now and then. It feels like I, two pieces. I'm good. Two pieces. Yep. Two That's pieces. I'm good. Thing. For me, it's the dough. I think to me, it's the grease, the amount of grease it's on. I don't know what it is. Like it's like normal pizza grease. Cause I made it. <laughs> I know what goes on it, but for some reason, like it's just so much. My stomach just hurts. But, uh, there was this one guest. He usually comes in drunk. He usually never caused any problems. There is one day he came in and I just exploded on him. Like I wasn't yelling. I was just, he came in and there was no pizza on the burn, like the Turner. Right. And I'm still behind on orders. Like there's people coming in and like, I want to say like 20 minutes and they need six pizzas. But I can only make two at a time. So I'm doing it. He comes in and he just had like the thing that pissed me off is what he said. Like he didn't do it on purpose because he's drunk, you know, like I let it slide. Right. But it's the thing he said, he goes, You should learn how to do your job better. So I just slammed the door as hard as I could on the plane. I was like, Sir, you come in here drunk every day. I do not have an issue with you. Do not tell me how to do my job. Do not point your fingers at me. If you have a problem with me, shut your mouth and go outside. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't mean any, any. I was like, no, no, no. Shut your mouth and leave. Yeah. I don't want to deal with you. You don't even get any pizza anymore. Yeah. So he left. Uh, the next day, he came in a lot earlier than usual because he comes in at like roughly seven to nine drunk. He came in at five completely sober. And he apologized to me. He's like, I knew you were having a bad day. And, you know, I'm not going to blame it on the alcohol because that's what, you know, that's what people with like alcohol are not. What did he say? Like people who run away from the problems would do. I shouldn't have got that drunk. I should not have said what I said. And I understand if you don't want to make pizza. And I was like, no, I understand. I was just having a bad day. And like the thing you said wasn't even as bad as some of the stuff you said. Cause like sometimes he calls me a son of a bitch, but he says it in like a very funny tone. Yeah, like, you son like, of a bitch. Yeah, he'll be like, oh, look at this. He's a hard worker. You keep working hard, you son of a bitch. And then he'll walk away. And he just wanted to make sure that I was fine. I was like, no, you're good. It's not your fault. It's just, as you can see, I'm the only one here. And that night, I was making so many pizzas to the point where I couldn't even make pizza for other people. That would drive me insane. And it's just, oh, and it's the thing I will never understand about the workforce here is you can get fired for anything in North Dakota, legitimately <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything. They don't know a reason. But yet people are scared to fire people. Yep. 
It pisses me. If they, you they cannot will, trust an employee to do a job, they don't deserve the job. They will keep the shittiest person on there and give you shit for going above and beyond the company. But the person that is being lazy and causing the company to actually lose money, that's the person they will do above and beyond to keep on the force. It, it blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you one time the job I'm working now, I got sent home early for doing my job. I got in trouble for working. Not overtime, no. I got in trouble for talking about the job because we were trying to figure out who broke the drywall. Then they're like, yeah, we caught you on the camera sitting in the same place for 20 minutes. I was like, if you can clearly see on the camera, you see us walk back and forth from the drywall that is absolutely shattered because someone took an entire bunk and messed it up and broke all of it. Hmm. That's over $200. That's like $400 plus of drywall. They're like, yeah. Still got to send you home early, though, as a punishment. I'm like, for... okay. So I went home, enjoyed my three-day weekend, basically. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then, oh, I'm so lucky that none of the, like, upper managers get in my face about anything. Because ever since that day, I purposely make sure my boss hears me when I'm talking about him because he refuses to talk to me. So I had to openly, uh, because, you know, People like, oh, you talk shit behind my back. I'm like, bro, I clearly knew you were there. I was looking at you because every time I try talking to you, you just ignore me or walk away from me. And it pissed me off. Hmm. So one day I was like, man, isn't it nice to just sit at a desk and just literally do nothing and then get mad when someone doesn't do their job, even though you can clearly do it? Because this guy will literally, he'll call like something needs to be picked up. For example, he called me once. He's like, Hey, uh, Damon, when you have free time, can you pick up this trash over wherever? And I was like, yeah, sure. He was walking towards the trash that he clearly could have picked up and put in there. Like, I understand the bigger things that need forklifts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But he does dumb stuff like that. I'm like, bro, that's a waste of your time and mine. And then it's just the way they run things there sometimes. I will always dislike managers that always take the customer side regardless of what happens. Like yeah, if I just like, got openly shot for no reason because the person's a lunatic, I guarantee my boss there would be like, well, you should have looked friendlier. How? Explain to me how that works. But yeah, do you have any interesting stories you'd like to tell? or uh, uh, like For me, I've had uh, customers come to the, like very bold customers where, They know the job that you're doing also. So to an extent, they think they know it better than you. Or they've done it in that field. I, I can do tile restoration. I can do carpet work. But there are some people who are in construction that understand the terms and what I do. So thus they think they could do it and or what I'm doing is wrong. And it's like, look, dude, I'm getting paid to do this because this is my job. It's the same way as you get paid to do your job. And like you would get mad if someone was like, hey, this is not how... I mean, pretty much if any man was grilling and someone came up to him and told him that's not how you flip your damn patty, you would punch him. Oh, yeah. It's pretty yeah. much like that. that have, it's like Because it's like you're in my house eating my food that I'm making for you. You put nothing in on this project. Stay out of my face. For me, it's just like, dude, you called me to do this job that I I do professionally. Please don't second guess the professional work I'm doing because then I can just let you do it and then you can second guess your own work 
and then call me later to clean it up. Yeah, and just be good with your life. Like, just leave me out of it, you yeah. know? Just, just leave me alone. But yeah, that's pretty much the customers I deal with. It's usually all just negative interactions. I really have good ones. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not. Nah, you know, there's only apologize. Like I said, this is just all interactions or like everything we've experienced so far. It's just, I know there's good ones, but it usually just takes one bad one to ruin the rest of the good ones because the good ones are just like normal they're never like above and beyond but just a normal person's nice yeah but you get one guy who's having a bad day and then he blames you it's like mm. prime example of why i should never be allowed to be a manager for anything there was a time this 40 something year old was calling a 13 year old i don't like using this word but i'm gonna use it a retard repeatedly and i my, my manager knew i was getting angry with this guy I'm, I was over 18. I was like 20, 19, 20 at the time. So I was like, I'll fight this dude. I don't know who he is, but I'll fight him. You want to know why he got mad? He had to wait five minutes for his sandwich. There were six people in front of him. And he refused to uh, leave until he got his sandwich. So I started walking towards him. Surely, you know, once, once again, the one that's usually like the knight in shining armor stopped me. <laughs> she goes, Damien, go cool off. So she gave me my 30-minute break, and I sat in the room angrily eating, right? And then I came back out, and I see her in the dude's face. She's like, that was a 14-year-old boy. You are a full-grown man acting like a child. The only difference is these children in here actually know how to work, like, you know, listen. And he starts out, she goes, no, you shut your mouth when I'm talking to you. And then, you know, everyone's like, ooh, you know, quiet. And he goes, my issue's not with you. My issue's with him. She goes, no, my issue's with you. It became my issue when you started talking down to him. Like you own him. You don't own him. I don't give, she's like, I don't care how bad your day was. I don't care where you come from. Just shut up, get your sandwich and leave. He's like, you know what? I just want a refund. She goes, good. Gives him a refund, hands him the receipt. He goes, well, what if I still want the sandwich? She goes, well, that sucks. Yep. She pointed to the door and as soon as he left, everyone starts clapping and he tried like angrily slamming the door, but it's one of those ones that catches and slowly closes. So I was like, that was anti-dramatic. Yeah. Or anticlimactic. And then, uh, you know, I had like a, I had one of the guests or a customer start laughing. And I was like, yeah, see, this is one of the reasons why I can't be a manager. I'd say something like that and get in trouble. I, I'm somewhat of like a, like I'm somewhat of my own supervisor and or manager to an extent as most of the people just deal with me up front mm-hmm. they they make a request for the carpet my boss is like hey i need you to do this and then at that point it's just my face they see so most times when they're like i want to speak to your boss i'll go to my van and walk back in with a different shirt on <laughs> hi this is boss i'm like hi my name is mitchell and they're like well, what's the difference and i was like well my name was mitch <laughs> this is more professional i don't know i was gonna say i don't know if i've ever ever done that Given the only time I've ever had my supervisor called was when I was working at Pretzel Maker. From perspective, I just love the way that my manager Susan would do things. For example, a lady came up. Do you have a box? And what a box was was about 40 pretzel bites to like 50, depending on how much you could squeeze in there. And I was like, oh, no, we stopped. Uh, you know, we ran out of boxes. And I showed her like the box that's supposed to come in and it's empty. And she goes, well, I want to speak to your manager because now my family can't eat tonight. I'm like. So you're willing to drop, what, 40 bucks at a pretzel place for them to eat food? So I was like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Called her up, gave her a number. I was like, go ahead. Just a little doot, 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 doot. 
and she put on speaker too. She goes, "What's your name?" I showed her my name tag. I was like, "It's a Damien. D A M I Damien." See, she got on the phone. She's like, "Hello," because it was her day off, right? She hates when when customers call her on her day off. She's like, "Hello." She goes, "Yeah, are you the manager for Pets Mike?" He goes, "Yes, yes, I am." And she knew who was working because she's very like she knows the schedule because she makes it. And she's like, are you aware of your workers? She goes, yeah, there's Damien and then whoever else is working me, right? He goes, well, yeah. They told me that they can't have a box made because they're out of boxes. She goes, ma'am, what time is it? She looks, 7.30. Yeah, we stop at 7, two hours before. She goes, why? Well, you don't need to know that, so uh, have a good day. And she hung up. <laughs> this customer looked at me. You haven't heard the, uh, she said some, like, something along the lines of, you haven't heard the last from me. Two days go by. Susan comes back from vacation. She was uh, given a, not a notice, but like a page from the owners. The owners love Susan, by the way. Susan's been there for 25 years. Yeah, she makes a lot of money. And uh, all right, all so right. she heard that. But like uh, the wife that owns half of Pretzel Maker. She gave Susan like a, a note or whatever. And all it said on the note was, Dear Susan. The way you acted with the whatever her name was, because she put her name in the thing and sent it to her yesterday, was phenomenal. Keep up the good work. And I lost my mind. I was like, man, they must really like you. She goes, well, yeah, I don't swear at the guests. I don't get mad with the guests. I just tell them, tough luck. Have fun. And just, that was a great way. But uh, before we end, real quickly, since we only have like a minute, I'm going to say this. There was a time when I was working at this place called Red Pepper, which is a very midwestern thing uh so long story short the owner of the place was like if a guest ever uses my name against like against you like his name is jeff so they're like oh jeff's not gonna like this or i should talk to jeff he told me i do not care how you say it i do not care how you like if you yell it say it tell them and i quote fuck off i got to use that once oh jeez. and as soon as i heard someone say Oh, I don't think my buddy Jeff would like this. I stood up from where I was like sitting or like kind of leaning on because I was waiting for something. My manager goes, Damien, please. I took the biggest deep breath and went, sir, by the power invested in your quote unquote friend Jeff here, I have been instructed to tell you and the people you're with to fuck off. And then he got banned from that restaurant for a month. (laughs) Holy shit. That's awesome. I I wish I had the power to do that to someone. So uh, with the last about 10, 15 seconds, do you have any uh, advice to give people? If you don't bother people and someone goes out of their way to bother you, I need you to step outside of your body with all disrespect and give it to them. Thank you. But uh, yeah, that episode ran kind of longer than usual, but that's fine. It's always nice to get the content. But uh, this is the end of the episode. Hopefully you enjoyed. And uh, as always... I'll see you in the lobby next time you decide to queue up.